Okay, it's 907. Glad to have you with us and glad to be with you. Telephone numbers here are 800-529-5572 and 874-9390 or go to GaryNolan.com. Send a message there. It will pop up in studio. Matt Gates gave a speech in Florida and I want to tell you it was, it was brilliant. I am uh, not 100% in alignment um, with Mr. Gates. But he was principled, and he stood on it, and his speech was electrifying. We'll cover that a little later on. And by the way, any of those Republicans in the House of Representatives um, that were attacking Gates for his position, they were not true Republicans. I'm just telling you, they were not true Republicans. I'm not sure they even believe what they say. But I'll get into that a little later in the program. Um, polling data is out on uh, the Trump v. Biden thing. By the way, and, and this is just uh, for any Republican that um, is listening. If you want a true Biden v. Trump race, you should be saying... You should be challenging Biden. You should be saying he's going to drop out because he's afraid. He's afraid of Donald Trump. He's going to drop out to make sure he doesn't drop out. You know, you're challenging his ego. Uh, I would do that if I were a Republican and uh, Trump were inevitable. I would be, I would be challenging him to, you know... You're a coward. You're never going to stay in there. Come on. You're just you're a wimp. You're going to back out. You know, you're going to get your butt kicked that way. Biden will uh, definitely run and definitely get his butt kicked. Just saying. But we'll get into that later in the program. I I first want to talk to you about being in a restaurant, because apparently there is a restaurant in northern Georgia that is willing to charge their customers if their children misbehave. The uh, the menu includes a surcharge, quote, for adults unable to parent. The warning goes on to say, no respect, no service. The Blue Ridge restaurant has uh, quite a few online reviews, some of which include parents writing about being charged extra for their misbehaving kids. How often has this happened? I, this has happened. I've seen it. It is frustrating. When Gwen and I uh, go into a restaurant, we try to sit as far away from kids as we can because we know that oftentimes they're out of control. And I've been in restaurants and seen kids running up and down the aisles, climbing on the booths. Um, it's it's frustrating it's loud and and i wonder what the hell is the matter with the parents don't they don't they hear these kids don't they don't they see what's going i can't they see these kids are going up and down the aisle stop it well this restaurant has a way of making you pay fifty dollars and you know if i'm a if i'm going into a, a restaurant with kids it's expensive enough. I, I don't want to have $50 surcharge. Holy moly, the most disrespectful owner made a huge scene in front of the entire restaurant because our, ch- our children were running through the restaurant. 
They were down by the river, the reviewer said. They have a $50 surcharge for bad children. So the parents knew it. They, 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 the, kid, they, the kids were running through the restaurant. So they knew the kids were, were acting up. And yet they were upset they got uh, the $50 surcharge. Um, so I don't know. I kind of like the idea. If, if you've got a restaurant and the kids are, uh, you know, constantly acting up, then why not? Yeah, absolutely. If your kids are out of control and full of energy and can't sit still, take them to Chucky's. What is it? Chucky's. Pizza, is that right, Brian? What is that place? It's called uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. Where they can act out and burn a little energy and leave the adults in the adult restaurant. You did not do that when I was a kid. My parents would have killed us. Man, I, I can remember uh, them talking to me about how you should sit and how you should chew and how you should use hold your knife and... There was none of that running around thing. I would I would have been terrified of what my father would do to me. So, what do you think of a fifty dollars surcharge when you know? And it's on the menu. That's not like it's a surprise. Your kids act up. Fifty dollars surcharge for bad parenting. Should that catch on? Eight seven four ninety three ninety eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. Or should we be looking the other way? They're just kids. I'm going to go to the phones and find out what Gary thinks, because he is first in line. Gary, what do you think? Hey, uh, Gary. This I used to, um, uh, first of all, I agree with the $50 charge, uh, but I used to run a restaurant in St. Louis, and we had a cracker bas- basket that we put on the table when somebody had a salad. And this couple came in, uh, a man, a woman, and their kid. And this kid was taking the crackers out of the basket, smashing them, and then pushing them onto the floor. I came came (laughs) up to the uh, table, and I said, well, this, you know, I need the cracker basket. Well, what do you mean? I said, the crackers I'd eat not to be going on the floor, and I took the cracker basket away. They they were upset about it, but they, you know, it was what it was. But, um, yeah, people... People with kids in public, um, you know, nowadays you can't, you know, well, did you ever, kid or do whatever. Did you ever watch those families and wonder, are the parents even aware? I mean, have, have they grown so numb to their kids acting up that they suddenly don't notice it? Well, you'd like to ask them, does your, kid, does your kids act like this at home? Well, no. Well, they're good. They shouldn't be in public then doing it either, you know. But anyway, I just want to tell you that story. I, I couldn't believe it happened, and, um, you know, yeah. but the $50, 50 charge is not out of line. All right, Gary, thank you. <laughs> With inflation, it could be 75 Uh Carolyn is on the line. Carolyn, what do you think? Is, yeah. it, uh, is that a bad it, idea? Well, it would, it's a good idea. It would have been good for my sister and her two kids because... They were up and down the aisles. There was an old restaurant that was big windows. They were in the windows. Um, and she thought it was perfectly fine for them to get in other people's tables. So, yes, I'm all for a $50 fine. 
What did, did, you, did you ever sit at a booth and have the kids in the booth either behind you or on the other side stand up and stare at you or, or you know? I played peekaboo with them. <laughs> it was what, you're encouraging them. But they're having fun and they're waiting for their food. Now, yeah, but... They're in their booth and they're good and happy. I play with them. I'm a great grandma. So, <laughs> okay, all right, Carolyn. So I had to. I had to give my niece a, a talking to one time, and I said, "Now listen, your uncle does not tolerate bad behavior. You are going to sit in this restaurant and behave." She gave me this look, and she was perfectly fine through the whole meal. Wow! So, yeah, but yeah, my sister thought that it was just darling for them to run around. Yeah, so, no, not so much, Carolyn. Thank that's you. Where I'm at. Okay, right. bye. Bye. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Well, have you ever uh, been in a restaurant where that's happened? How did you respond? Did you just eat and leave? Did you say anything? Uh, what do you think of the $50 charge? Uh, would you risk bringing your children into that restaurant? Is it even a good move business-wise? I think it's a great move if you, you want just really well-mannered kids and, uh, and adults Although, if you had a really snotty kid that wanted to, you know, get even with mom and dad, <laughs> go in there and raise hell uh, just to cost an extra 50 bucks. I don't know. I'll find out what you think. I'm up against the clock. Good idea or bad? You tell me. Gary Nolan Zimmer, Radio Network. <laughs> so it's 20 minutes after 9. Glad to have you with us. I'm chuckling because there's another story I got coming up. Uh, and somebody wanted me to run this past the listeners. I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, it's, uh, and if you're, uh, you know, if you suffer from arachnophobia, you'll understand the response. I'll get to it. Uh, and then Matt Gates, brilliant speech in Florida, standing on principle. Uh, and really, when you think about what he did, it was pretty good. We'll play excerpts of that speech because it was that good. In the meantime, there's a restaurant in Georgia, and they're saying, you know what, if your kids act up, uh, when you're in our restaurant, we're going to give you a $50 bad parenting fee. And some people are really upset with this. Uh, they they think it's uh, it's unfair. But I've been in restaurants where kids are acting up and the parents, uh, they're completely, I mean, they, they don't even realize it or, or they, they don't care. I don't even know. Uh, but they will know and they will care if they eat in this restaurant. Is it a good idea? For a restaurant owner to charge patrons $50 when their kids act up. Kids are running up and down the aisle. They hit me with a $50 fee. I was outraged. Well, you shouldn't have let them run up and down the aisle. It's on the menu. It's not a surprise. Um, and and if, if, if you've been in a restaurant where this has happened, how, how did you handle it? Did you say anything? Did you do anything? Did you ask for a different seat, a different table? Dwayne is on the line. You can call in at 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. And you can get me at GaryNolan.com. Send me a message. It'll pop up right here in studio. Dwayne, good morning. Good morning. It is, I, that was the best thing he could do because if I knew when I was a kid, if we went into a restaurant and acted up, 
my mom took me out to the car and paddled my butt, and I stayed in the car while everybody else eat. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. They, at least I, I don't no, think so. No, that's child abuse, according to them now. <laughs> well, then, yeah, I don't uh, abuse. He might get his attitude, give him an attitude adjustment. <laughs> that's he's just tweaking his attitude. All right, Dwayne, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Anson says, as a parent of an autistic child, I can say that bad parenting sometimes has nothing to do with bad behavior. Of some children, if the restaurant owner wants to be uh, um, a creep about it and charge me more for his lack of understanding, then I'll make it my mission to drive folks away from his business. Well, Anson, is it fair to the diners? You know, if you're, uh, and, and my, my nephew um, is autistic, but he's, um, he's never been a problem that I've seen. Uh, but, you know, but I understand you love your kid. You want to take him with you to, to dinner. But if if your kid is acting up, whether it's autism or bad parenting, do you have any sympathy for the diners who didn't sign up for that? You know, maybe in, under those circumstances, you don't take them to those kinds of restaurants. I don't know. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, feel free to respond, Anson. I'd love to hear what you think. Karen says, kids in restaurants. We had our child later in life. We loved going out, and we didn't want a kid to stop that. One time he started to act up. I immediately left with him while my husband got the food to go and paid. It never happened again. When he was two, uh, we wanted to go to an iconic restaurant in Tampa. I called ahead. Asked the best time and uh, dressed him in a seersucker suit. They gave me our own room. And uh, even then, he was fully behaved. All right, let me go to Phil on the line here. Phil, good morning. Good morning. Um, I think the surcharge is an excellent idea because I think uh, good parenting is a thing of the past. Um, however, I would say that that's probably acting up as, is a... a something very subjective um, because what's acting up to one person is not acting up for another. So I, I would say the restaurant would probably need to list exactly what they consider acting up so there wouldn't be any legal ramifications from that. What would you, what would you consider acting up? If the kid is running up and down the, uh, between the tables, would that be acting up? Oh, yeah. yeah that, if the kid is uh, standing on the booth and... Uh, tossing things at the other booth? Would that be acting up? Yes, very definitely. If the kids were screaming and yelling and loud, would that be acting up? Very, very definitely. All I'm saying, no, I agree with that. The only thing I'm saying is that that I would say uh, it is something that's very subjective, so uh, the restaurant would probably need to to really make a list of what they consider acting up so the parents that come in know exactly how to curtail their children. Yeah, they could they could write uh, a little thing on the on the menu. Uh, yeah, if, I think that would be this great. is this is no, it would just be acting up is subjective, but our word is final. That's exactly right. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. All right, Phil, thank you. I'm glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Eight seven four ninety three ninety eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. Chuck E's Cheese closed in Como several years ago. 
Jeez. Um, it's just an idea. It just you, Everybody knows what it is. It's a place for kids. But thank you. Uh, all right. Um, th- this next story, I, I thought it was um, amusing. I'm not even sure there's a, a question that I could tie to this. Uh, but somebody uh, sent this story to me with a response about some uh, travelers from Sweden. Apparently, they were driving through California. Uh, I guess uh, uh, a, a tarantula crossed the road. These Swiss travelers were driving a rented camper van. Uh, they saw this uh, this tarantula crossing the road, and they stepped on the brakes. Slammed on the brakes, 24-year-old motorcyclist then struck the back of the camper van. Uh, the motorcyclist's condition wasn't immediately available. Uh, Death Valley Desert Landscape runs along part of Central California border with Nevada, uh, known as the hottest place on Earth. Probably man-made global warming. Uh, but the, um, the response I, I got with the email said, I don't know what your listeners would do, but I not only would have run it over, I would have circled around to run it over again. I hope the motorcyclist is okay enough to sue, sue the, to the tourist. I didn't realize the Swiss were so stupid, but maybe it's that they don't have tarantulas there and weren't aware that most responsible people would have plowed that mf down. Because that's what's done. It's not like it's a squirrel or a dog or a deer. I say the majority of your listeners are with me. Run them over. Then circle back and run them over again. <laughs> oh, I would have, you know, I would not, I, I would have, I would not have slammed on the brakes. I would have gone, if it was in the way, it's in the way. It's, 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 it's hunt for food is over. Uh, actually, they usually live underground, apparently, but the males come up at uh, one time of the year looking to mate. And uh, that one is uh, definitely, uh, he got laid out is what happened. He just flattened. Um, but I, I don't think anybody would argue with that. I don't think anybody in their right mind would, s- would slam on the brakes uh, to avoid hitting a tarantula. Yes. Why is it, Brian, that we hate spiders so much? I mean, they really are creepy. I, they don't bother me in the slightest. I, no? Spiders are... You step on them, you're done. Yeah. I mean, but what's the but big you, deal? But you step on them because they're creepy. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what but I'm not freaked out. It's like, I'm never going in there again. Yeah, no, I'm not either. You know, no. I'm not. I'm not either. Uh, my wife hates spiders. I've, I've talked about that on the air. She once... Uh, we were uh, renting an apartment... And there was a spider over the door. She wouldn't go in. Uh, I wasn't home, so the neighbor came out and killed the spider. Otherwise, she would have stayed outside all day. Uh, 874-9390-800-529-5572. We got a Matt Gates speech that is outstanding. We got incredible polling data on a Trump v. Biden race. And it just gets more exciting from there. Coming up on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.
It is uh, 935. Citizen Free Press has uh, managed to get their hands on, apparently, the uh, first page of the uh, Nashville Shooters Manifesto. Remember the Nashville Shooter went into that school, started shooting kids and and, uh, teachers, and uh, the police, um, well, stopped it. Uh, well, it's a, really, it's an interesting uh, manifesto, that first page. I don't know why we don't have the rest of it, but it's <clears throat> it's it's um, an ugly mind. In the meantime, Matt Gates uh, was uh, giving a speech down in Florida. Again, I don't agree with everything he says. But the fact is, the guy stood on his principles, and he accomplished something. In spite of all those wishy-washy Republican congressmen... Including ones that that uh, are with you know with, whose uh, districts our show covers, screaming and complaining about Matt Gates and how awful he was and why did he do this and blah blah blah. As I said then, I, I thought the guy stood on principle and and defended himself. I, I think he acquitted himself quite nicely in the House of Representatives. I mean, he answered every single complaint. Showing how, you know, promises were not kept. So he gives this speech at the Florida Freedom Summit in Kissimmee, Florida. It's 17 minutes long, so we're not going to play the whole damn thing, although we could probably play excerpts of it as the morning goes on. But he makes some incredibly valid points. And this is what it looks, this is what all the Republicans should be doing. They, if they had the, the, uh, the courage of their convictions like Gates does, I wouldn't be a libertarian today. Is he wrong about a couple things? Yes, in my opinion. But he has a set of principles. He stuck to the principles. Against all odds, he managed to make a difference. They ridiculed him. Uh, they lambasted him. But listen to him. We are gathered here at the headwaters of the majestic Florida Everglades. And one thing's for sure, I prefer the swamps of the Sunshine State far more than the swamp of Washington, D.C. My amazing wife, Ginger, and I consider it a blessing from God to call Florida home. But more and more, it feels like Florida is the world's greatest refugee camp. We have tax refugees who love our constitutional prohibition against a personal income tax. We have climate refugees who enjoy our beautiful shimmering oceans and our warm inviting sands. We have political refugees too from communist governments in Cuba, Venezuela, New York, and California. New York seems to be finding out that when you import all of the third world's problems, you don't live in a sanctuary, you live in an asylum. Now more New Yorkers than ever are finding their sanctuary in our beloved Florida, and we welcome them so long as they leave their Democrat voter registration card north of the Mason-Nixon line. And thanks to the people in this room 
Florida's getting redder by the hour. We have the greatest leadership team in all of America for our state Republican Party, our chairman, Christian Ziegler, and our vice chairman, Evan Powell. All right, he goes on to talk about the Wall Street Journal's editorial about his stand to, uh, uh, to get rid of the Speaker of the House. Uh, he makes some really uh, brilliant points about what he was trying to accomplish. And he's a terrific orator. Brian, I had no idea this guy was as good as he is. I know. Uh, at speeches. I mean, you can hear the energy. And I don't know if he's reading this or not, but it sounds extemporaneous. And at the same time, it's full of details that um, I'm, I'm really surprised. Uh, you know, you could just right off the top of your head, uh, throw out there. Uh, the, the speech is available at theconservativetreehouse.com. Theconservativetreehouse.com. I'll play a couple more excerpts of this. Uh, but this is what you go through when you stand on principle. This is why it's so difficult to stand on principle. What happened to this guy shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't happen to anybody. But they attacked him mercilessly. Oh, he's just in it for the publicity. Oh, he's just this. He's just that. He stood on principle. Something the Republicans need to do. Don't like it too much when you're draining that swamp. And when the water level comes down, they hiss and bite and rattle around a little crazy. Now, I know I have taken a little bit of criticism this past month. The Wall Street Journal led with this editorial headline, The Gates of Republican Hell. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is the first regime change the Wall Street Journal editorial board has ever opposed. Maybe they would have been happy if I'd have found an extremist Sunni Muslim to become House Speaker. I, I understand why some of the rhinos and establishment Republicans are upset. People like Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney used to be important. Now, they are leaving the governance of the Republican Party to the actual Republicans. I mean, the guy is really good on his feet. Uh, great speech. And he's right. The Wall Street Journal eviscerated him. Uh, Blaine Lutkemeyer went after him. Uh, lots of Republicans were just, you know, and, and it was always... If Fox News went after him, you know, it's just this handful of Republicans. They're upsetting the apple cart and everything is falling apart. They, how dare they do this and they shouldn't. But that's what standing on principle looks like. And that's what you have to go through. And it's not easy. You got you to gotta toughen up. And this guy's doing it. I, wouldn't, I don't know if he'll ever uh, throw his hat in the ring to run, run for president. But um, man, he's got a he's got a good political future if, if he does. Eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. I will play excerpts of this speech as the day goes on because uh, he refers to uh, Fox News, uh, his fellow Republicans, um, and what he accomplished. He he points out what he accomplished. Got to be tough. 
you've got to be tough to do what's right. 874-9390, toll free, 800-529-5572. The uh, manifesto from uh, the, uh, the shooter in Nashville has uh, been released. And it's really, uh, and, uh, you know, you couldn't get your hands on it. Nobody would, would print it. Nobody would show it. Nobody would, would give it up. Uh, and I'm not sure how it is that uh, they got this. I'm going to have to clean it up because there are some words in here the government won't let me repeat on the air. But it's interesting that a transsexual would write what's on the first page of this manifesto. In fact, I, I think it was... Uh, really rather surprising. So here's what we'll do. We've, we've got to take a quick break. I'm going to try and do a kind of live on the air uh, edit as we go through. I will bring it to you in just a few minutes. The manifesto that I found so disturbing coming up on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. We have the uh, Nashville Shooters uh, manifesto that nobody would release and it, it's uh, it's amazing to me because the the shooter was a transsexual. Uh, I will give you the I'll, I'll read it to you, and I'll I'll have to clean it up a little bit. And you'll have to kind of read between the lines. But before I do that, let me give you another minute of Matt Gates talking uh, in Florida. To my doubters, I have this question: Did did people actually believe? We were going to take power away from a corrupted person like Kevin McCarthy and the swamp creatures would just like it? Did you expect them to pack up and move? The lobbyists who owned Kevin McCarthy were never going to thank us on the way out the door. They weren't eager to leave their mud holes in the speaker's office, but an extermination was necessary. And when there's an extermination going on, it can get a little grisly. Sometimes you don't want to watch the extermination happen, but you know the job must be done. Florida swamp drainers often endure bites and scratches and venom. All I had to endure was a little bit of Mark Levin and Judge Janine. Yeah, I mean, this guy really railed on this. It was, uh, it was a great speech. That's But that's standing on principle. All right, uh, the Nashville shooter. You, you couldn't get this uh, manifesto. Nobody would show it, and, uh, and I don't know why they kept it uh, a secret. Maybe uh, because it exposes the insanity of transgenders. I don't know. But it says, kill those kids, those crackers, going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Uh, and then uh, truck you, little spits. How's that, Brian? Does that cover it? I think everybody read through that. Yeah, that's fine. Truck uh -huh. you, little spits. I wish to shoot your... I, I think it's woke arse. Um, and then, um, what's the name of that sporting goods store that... Uh, the national chain? Uh, Dick Sporting Goods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. uh, I wish to shoot your woke uh, with your uh, mop yellow hair. Uh, 
Want to kill all you little crackers. Bunch of little fags. Faggots. Um, in, and really some pretty coarse language. Displaying a great deal of hate. And uh, it, it was surprising to me that, you know, I think it's self-loathing. I think it's self-loathing. But being transgender is, is sometimes very, very confusing. And I was, uh, I was just reading a story, and I really, um, I think I need Brian's help with this. Because I, I got kind of confused as I was going through the story. And, and maybe, maybe uh, you can, you can uh, straighten this out for me. Uh, because apparently it is a uh, transsexual man who is married to a, a transsexual woman. And they have... Transsexual friends. It, it it got very very. What you're laughing? I got very confused. I I, I don't know why you would be asking me because I'm as confused as you are. It it was it was odd, Brian. It was really really odd. Uh, it's about an author who comes out as, as <laughs> author comes out as transgender man after his wife came out as trans woman. And pair who have a trans daughter now live in a four-way open relationship with their trans. Oh my! Quick break. I'll try and sort this out. Gary Nolan Zimmer Radio. This is the Gary Nolan Show.